hello, and welcome to Watch What Crappings, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Ye Obrah. I'm Ronnie. Hi, everybody. That's Ben over there. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How's it going? Look at you all clean-shaven today. I know. I went to the barber yesterday, and I was lying there in that seat, and I said to my barber, I said, Carmen... I would like a shave. Uh, from I have my second really? ever barbershop shave. Really, you got a barbershop shave? You fancy, fancy you know why? Me. Well, first of all, because I knew we would be recapping Real Housewives of Beverly Hills today, so I wanted to put on my fanciest face. But um, mainly, I knew I would be going out to dinner last night, and I knew my face was just like full of Johnny Depp hair. And I said to myself, "Self, what's going to happen is you're going to wind up." putting off like showering and everything until the last minute and then you're not gonna have time to shave and you're gonna look like a caveman at a restaurant and i said you're right now you're at the barbershop you have someone who's willing to do this for you right now pamper yourself mm-hmm. and pamper myself i did and i now have a smooth face like a baby's bottom well it's very fancy and it's a day to pamper very yourself fancy. because it is beverly hills day um, yeah. So there will be a lot of rage. You know, I was really yeah. pissed off by the end of last week. I like I had to take a breath. And um, so here we are. And I was like, hey, I'm going to start this with the positive attitude. And then these recycling hookers came back on here. And uh, yeah. that was erased in about two seconds. But we're still going to have fun with it. Like we have fun all the time. Also on Monday nights for Take a Seat, which is our live show on Spotify Live. So join us for that. That's a super good time. We love talking to you guys at 7 p.m. Pacific every Monday night. Also, this is a Crappens on Demand video, which is why we can see Ben's clean shaven yeah. self. And um, so if you want on demand videos, go on to patreon.com slash watch what crappens. That's also where you'll get our bonus episode. This week, it's going to be, God, there's so many previews out. It'll probably be a preview of something. I mean, yeah, who knows? Know. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot to discuss. Of Miami. There's Real Housewives of something else. There's a below. There's deck. the Rony there's cast. Rony cast. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot who happening. knows? Okay, everybody. just stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. It's gonna be good, whatever it is. Um, but Ronnie, I'm so sad to see you there at your house because it was so nice having you here in Los Angeles, sitting here. You know, in the same room with you when we podcasted earlier this week. I'm very sad. Yeah, it was really nice being there and seeing you in real life. Seeing all my friends, seeing Los Angeles, seeing weather that's not traumatic. You know, you forget <laughs> what it's like living in a place without traumatic weather mm. when you're not in one. Okay, no offense, yeah. Texas, but Jesus. <laughs> um, so that was really great. Food, the friends, the laughter. But you know, now I'm back with my little Buells, so that's Give good. Your dog, He's passive aggressively facing away from me on the couch because we're recapping, and that's how he rolls. So yeah, literally how he rolls around. <laughs> um, so I think, without further ado, I think we can jump into this reunion episode. Another one to get the blood boiling, um, which. Probably, I'm just going to assume, is going to be our final few minutes with Diana Jenkins on Bravo. Thank God. Get rid of her. What a monster. Hate her. Hate her guts. 
go away. Okay, so we open where we left off last week, this video Zoom call between Garcelle and Diana, you know. And Garcelle's like, I don't hate you, Diana. I just want you to leave me alone. I want you to stop posting about me. I don't want you harassing me on social media. I haven't harassed anyone here on social media. And she's like, did you not go and call me evil? Did you not? <laughs> you didn't even use pencil to say evil. Pencil. pencil. All I asked for was pencil. Pencil. <laughs> All I want is pencil. I want Asher to write song about pencil. And it can be called pencil. Like when I grew so, up in Bosnia, we don't have pencil. My privilege is I have pencil. And so do you. <laughs> pencil. <laughs> My privilege is that I have pencil sharpener. Do you know, I grew up in country with no pencil sharpener. When you break your pencil, that is it. It's like you might as well have pen at that point. So she, The country um, where pencils are like the most precious thing in the world. <laughs> you only get one shot at that pencil. Make it last. Not going to miss my shot. <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to have a new musical about pencils coming out. So it's like two sentences long. <laughs> in the office max where it happened so uh diana is like so she's like yeah you called me she's like did you not go and call me evil and garcelle said well i called you evil because of what you said to her and andy um and andy's like was oh was that after uh sutton called uh, uh diana a cut no, fitness no, after and sutton call after diana called sutton a cut fitness is that what you oh said? yeah sorry yeah after you oh yeah sorry after yes sorry i wrote i took these notes um like really in the midst of my shaving high and so i really can barely remember what You're i said shaving high we just changed <laughs> my, the entire plot of the skin. season uh, soft skin high yeah, so but anyways like, we see so a flashback after you called sudden the c word and so we see that yes and so we see a flashback of this like after show where Gar where someone basically relays this to um something to to, to garcelle and garcelle goes oh well she was evil that night you know like, that's all she said. Well, she was evil that but night. But that's what Diana does. She takes one little thing and she makes it like, how could you do this? Like when you t said you wanted to see me on fire, burn to death, and then spit on me. Oh, how could you? It's like, I wouldn't spit on her if she was on fire. Diana, no one's fucking buying this from you, Diana. Okay? <laughs> she becomes... Uh, she becomes quite literal. She's a very literal lady, you know? So now she's now we come back and she goes, which is the harsher word, C-word or evil? Um, cunt. It's a cunt is the worst word. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Is there a TV show called C-word? No, well, there was. There was actually one called C-word, and it starred Laura Linney, but that was cancer. Okay, so even they didn't say cancer. So, yes. I'm like, which word can you say on the radio, Diana? Which word can you say on television without it being bleeped out? I think that is your answer. Oh, and someone, idiot. I forget who, I think it was someone on the Watcher Crappens Facebook group, Watcher Crappens, live and loving it. I am. I just saw this on my phone. I think it was one of you, or it was a Twitter. Uh, I was on Twitter. Someone said the fact that they keep calling it the c word says enough. 
about what they, which word they think is the worst word, right? And the fact that I just actually said it, and everybody is literally sitting there with a racing heart yeah, rate right now. Because we normally, <gasps> you actually said the word. That, yeah, because we normally that say is cut said fitness. to show you how much worse it is to actually say that word. You freaking idiot! You evil. See, I can say that, and everyone's like, "Mm hmm, mm hmm." Yeah, evil. <laughs> like, we didn't have to um, make up a new word on Watch of Crappens. <laughs> We don't have evil. to censor daredevil motorcyclists. It's not e the e <laughs> word Knievel. <laughs> and then you get these idiots who are just standing up to for Diana because she's rich, you know. And Andy's like, "Well, wait, you think calling someone evil is harsher than the c word?" And Rita's like, "Well, <laughs> I called myself the c word. <laughs> so, that's not a big deal." Well, you probably call yourself evil too. I mean, the fact that you call yourself the c word is 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 kind of that self aware. I mean, it's self aware. Like I'll give you that. <laughs> but it's also that thing where you are uh, taking such a terrible word. The reason why she takes time to call herself the c word is because it's one of those things where you take ownership of a word that is so bad that you do these things to take ownership of it to remove the terribleness of it. If it weren't a terrible word. She wouldn't feel the need to try to reown it. It's like why certain gay people use the F word, why we see it in other communities with other words, you know? Uh, so the fact that she's acting like, oh, I just, you know, I call myself that. I'm like, you could, I don't care if she calls herself that. And that's not I, what Rena, I get that's it. not Rena's argument anyway, because Rena doesn't call herself for those reasons. Rena calls herself for that reason because Erica wears a necklace that says the C word. And everyone, right. including Erica, including Rena, was like, oh my God, I can't believe the C word is on your necklace. That was a whole plot line on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was. And now she's like, oh, what? what? It's no big deal. It's no big deal. Yeah, because you're up her ass too. You know, and if right. it was anybody else, it would be a huge traumatizing storyline for Lisa Rinna that she would use against someone all year long. And I don't even mind. I don't even mind if Rinna says, well, you know, I call myself that and I don't mind the word, but I can understand how in the general population it's a worse word than evil. But instead, she, you know, she says, oh, I call myself that. And then Erica goes, well, you know, evil is a. She, she doesn't finish her sentence. She sort of goes this thing like, well, it's pretty bad. That's, that's pretty much the words that you know someone. And then Dorit goes, oh, yes, well, evil is much, is much more. It's, it's terrible. It was like you, too. Like, yeah, they're them all at the same time. Like, this is what it sounds like to me. Evil, evil, evil. <laughs> that's a bad word, bad word. Evil, evil. Yeah. If it's such a bad word, then why are you saying it over and over, all of you? You know, and your and terrible Muppet you voices. So yeah. then um, Diana's like, oh, so soulless, motherfucker, evil. And Garcelle goes, well, I did not call you soulless. And Andy's like, yes, I didn't call you soulless. <laughs> <laughs> and Garcelle's like, you can't even talk to her. Like, why are we even bothering talk to her? Hang up exactly. the fucking Zoom, okay? I'm, and I'm sorry, you can't just sit there and say, Need a new villain. Here I am, and then be like, "You called me soulless. You called me evil." Well, what, 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 what descriptors did you want as the new villain? As if you're gonna play the literal game, I'll play the literal game. You're our new villain. Well, then you better buck up because no one's gonna say that you're just like a whole bunch of roses and happiness and sunshine. Well, Bitch. can't wait for her to start crying because that's what they do. 
You know, it's yeah. like once they're cornered, now the tears are going to start. So Andy's like, Sutton, is there anything you would like to clear up with Diana if she was here today? You can say it right on the Zoom. Just do it. She's like, uh, mm, no, no, there's nothing we, we need to clear up. No, I think we're very clear on our non relationship. Oh my God, the curse words. Is this Eddie Murphy wrong? <laughs> I brought Bob's soap to wash your mouth out with. Oh. Andy, may I restate what I just said, but with some sort of kitty cat filter so it looks like I got little ears and a nose? <laughs> no, no, we're just going to do a, a regular Zoom massage. That's all. So here come the tears. I'm just really, really hurt right now on everything Garcelle said. I'm from Bosnia. Does no one remember Bosnia? <laughs> I know, this is Diana. In Bosnia, we're tough. We deal with real danger. When people say they're going to murder you, they murder you. We had war. We had crime. It was dangerous. Brick buildings fall over. We are tough. And then it's like, you're evil. How could you say that to me? How could you say that to me? So Garcelle just throws her hands up in the air. I love that that's the reaction to Diana trying to fake cry. She just throws her hands up in the air and starts laughing. And she's like, oh, okay, so... Sutton said things, but it's always me. It's always me. And so Diana puts her left hand up and goes, I will put my right hand. I'm putting my right hand. I was like, oh, my God, this fucking potato in, in jewels. I can't. <laughs> and I like what she said, as if there there's any, like, meaning in that. I'm putting my right hand. Look, I am putting it. Putting right hands. And I know that nobody in this group will ever go after your sweetheart son. Not a chance. Not a chance would someone go after your sweetheart son. I'm like, well, actually someone kind of did already, and her name is Erica. So I'm wondering, did your right hand go up for Erica to, to disavow her when that happened? I don't think so. And she's like, Jackson said, brought this to our attention, and I'm sure it's happening every day. But yesterday... The day before the reunion, I filed a lawsuit. So I could say at the reunion, I filed a lawsuit in L.A. County. And we will get to the bottom. And we will get truth and justice for Jax. Oh, yeah. Okay, Diana, go post some more of your, go post some more of your, you threatened to start me on fire. People of Bosnia, unite! On Instagram. Shut up. We all have social media, Diana. Ain't nobody buying this from you. And Andy's like, uh, so who's the lawsuit against? And she, and Erica goes, oh, John Doe. And I was like, yes, it is uh, John Doe since we don't know who it is. If we can't find John Doe, there's a suspicious squirrel in Community Park that we think probably we could sue. <laughs> yeah, Andy, you know, I mean, you just call him John until you find one to marry. Uh, am I right, girls? <laughs> you right? find a John until you get to the dough. Am I right? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so, yeah, so then Andy's like, well, whose job is it to uncover this? And she goes, my lawyers are going to be very, very busy. And the thing is, my privilege, aside from pencils, is that I have money and I can afford lawyers and actually get to the bottom of it and maybe even help prevent it from happening to other people. That's right. Diana Jenkins, finally the person to end bots. To welcome America. I love it. That's all they really needed in Terminator in the robot war was just one potato with jewels on. <laughs> Just bring a stop to everything. So Andy's like, so Garcelle, what's your reaction to this? And she goes, 
Um, good for her. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it's cool. I, I would be happy to stop having to use my spam folder. So if she can end spam, that's great. So cool. <laughs> no one use Alexa ever again when I am done with. Well, actually, I like Alexa. Can we leave Alexa alone? Siri's a good person. At uh, the Roomba, love to keep my eye robot. If we could just stay away from those things. <laughs> she is gonna. Diana's gonna wind up suing a Vitamix. So Erica's like, well, I almost want to say her intentions are really good, and she oh. wants to find out too, and mm-hmm. you know. I think you guys are just hurt by the whole thing. <laughs> Her intentions are really good. Yeah, everyone with really good intentions files a lawsuit the day before they're going to be on TV to brag about filing a lawsuit. Sounds sounds yeah. legit. So Garcelle's like, well, I mean, I'm hurt, but I'm also not putting anything on social media about her. And Andy's like, but what kind of social media? What is that? I mean, is she putting that stuff out about you on social? What is it? And Garcelle, as if they just haven't shown us all of the shit that Gar- uh, Diana has been putting on social, right? right. So Garcelle goes, you know what? I just don't want to talk to her anymore. I don't want to inspire any more of this. I'm good. We're good. And since Andy's going to sit here and pretend he's dumb and doesn't understand what this woman's doing, when she goes on social media and bullies me and says that I threatened to start her on fire so all of her fucking people can come after me, let's just drop it. Let's just drop <laughs> it. Yeah. So Andy's like, well, honestly, I'm happy to drop it because I can't stand talking to this woman anymore. So, Diana, thank you so much for rallying from your non-sickness to be with us today. Hope you feel better from already probably feeling okay. Well, thanks so much for being on video today so we can press a button to turn off your endless spewing of absolute trash bullshit, you dumb C-word, which I can say, because it's totally non-offensive, as <laughs> determined by you and your most likely financially and definitely already morally bankrupt flunkies and minions. Bye, Diana! <laughs> Asshole. Yeah. I wish he had said, you know, I really, I would have personally liked... Andy to have given some of that attitude he gave to Adrian Maloof because she was like the first one to not show up at a reunion, I believe, when he was like, Adrian Maloof notified us that she wouldn't be showing up today. And that was her last action as a real housewife. I was like, boom, like he fired her on the air. I would have liked some of that for Diana, you know? Yeah, me too. So, so now um, it's people break are like, time. is it lunchtime? Is it lunch? So we go to lunch and then we go to Erica. And Rinna in her dressing room, in Erica's dressing room. And Erica's like, oh, hi. You look great, by the way. You look great. You look great, <laughs> yeah, you by, the look great. Hey, you look great by the way. Hey, you look great, by the way. Yeah. Erica, your voice really dropped a lot. Yeah, it's a big bad wolf. Yeah, big, big bad Carl. Yeah. It's Carl 7.0. So. <laughs> <laughs> I turned into Erica Jane. Yeah, you look great, by the way. So um, uh, Rinna's like, Garcelle, wow. How about that? Am I right? Uh, uh, how about that? And Erica goes, yeah, she said she thinks it's someone on the show. I mean, all of our children have been threatened. And for her to say yes, I thought it was you guys. And Rennie goes, death threats. Death threats. Okay, really? You don't think Rinna would have been posting death threats her children have received up and down Instagram, Twitter, TikTok? She'd invent a new fucking thing to post that shit on. Shut up. That's none of that. Stop minimizing what a black child went through with your bullshit. The both of you. And they act so shocked. It's like, well, 
Don't forget that Diana was coming for Garcelle hard on social media. And then all the bots were like, Diana's the best. We love Diana. She's great. She's from Bosnia. It's like, it looks yeah. pretty bad. From It looks like it's coming from Diana. And or it happened camp. right after Diana was like, you just, something like, you want to play with me, you just wait and see. It was like something like that. And then suddenly it's like, leave Diana alone, you drug addict son. What about your drug addict son? And you're... Yeah, it's like literally, like it's not out of, it's just not crazy for Garcelle to think that. And they're acting like Garcelle is not only bonkers, but uh, Garcelle is actually toxic because Rena says, you know, because it's sad that she would think that. And the division that it causes in the group, the division that it causes in the group. I mean, what about, so, but what about, what about uh, Diana? Coming hard for Garcelle on, on these things. The division in the group, I mean, you're, I mean, these two are not the ones to talk about the division in the group. They are more upset that. about this quote unquote that. division in the group than they are about the fact that Garcelle is, seems to be, and her, or her son seems to be getting spammed by these bots. Yeah. Derek is like, death threats. And for her to say, I thought it was you guys, now that pushes people after us. I'm like, oh, the real victims here. Okay. The yeah. real victims, Rena and, and Erica. And, and then when when Rinna says, you know, it's causing division in the group, Garcelle's accusations are causing division in the group. And Erica goes, and that's what the bots were designed to do. So I'm like, so you're telling me there's someone who hired the bots to try to divide the group up? Like, <laughs> the group was already divided up. tell me it's not up. Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what Rena was insinuating online. She was saying, sounds like Vanderpump to me. All of this, not the bots, but she was saying all of the um, leaks. She's like, sounds like Kathy, sounds like Vanderpump. I'm like, you're still blaming Vanderpump all these years later. (laughs) Although I do love thinking that. Lisa just sitting in a chandelier somewhere, you know, while swans (laughs) and rescue animals float around below her. Just being like, "Mm, send out the bots. Mm." (laughs) I know. Yeah, it is a ridiculous accusation that's just dividing the group when the group is like clearly has an inside group and an outside group already. And um, it's just a classic case of of, uh, basically conspiracy theorists where where people you have two people here believing a more far fetched thing because the narrative is more comfortable for them than uh, than the simplest answer, which is that probably Diana and if not Diana, probably one of the one of the shady um, hangers-ons that, like, we already saw with with Erica's publicist, what he's done. All these sh- all these people, the the makeup makeup people, the publicists, the just the, the stylists, the there's, there's a world. There's a world of people who just like latch on, and they will do all sorts of stuff. And so, if it didn't come from Diana, I feel very confident that it came from someone in her camp. So then we go to Garcelle's dressing room, and she's like, were you guys there for that one to her team? And they're like, yeah, we sure were. And she's like, that was a shit show. Uh, I mean, my God. And one of them's like, yeah, I had to walk out of there after that one. And so Sutton comes in, and uh, Garcelle's like, are you wearing Wayland's socks? (laughs) Ah, 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 you Ah, it's like her dog on her socks. Right. Uh, so they're talking about how flabbergasting. And Sutton's like, you did great. I know that was hard talking about Jax. And she goes, it was hard. And my investigation will not stop until I find out who bought those bots. Yeah. And Sutton is like, and well, and for me, I'm trying to understand what Crystal was saying. And Garcelle was like, well, I'm glad you guys were able to move on. But 
How do you feel? I mean, obviously I knew you weren't a racist, but to have that said in front of everyone and Sutton's like, well, I did, I did appreciate that I had all you motherfucker support. And, uh, you know, we just gotta, you know, that's, that was good enough for me. And Garcelle's like, yeah, well, we just gotta take the little wins, the little wins. Yeah, and I know you're not gonna stop fighting for justice, and I will not stop fighting for a non-poor person's refrigerator. Okay. I will have a non-poor person's refrigerator. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappin's commercial. So then we go, go to Kyle's, yeah, Kyle Kyle's room, and Kyle and Dorit, and Dorit's like, you know, I just think Crystal, she's struggling to just admit that she may have, she may, I'm, I'm just going to spit some water in your face, Kyle, till you finish my sentence for me. Embellish. She was embellishing. She was embellishing. I mean, let's call it what it is, because she's not telling the truth. I mean, she's not telling the truth, and she's trying to cover her ass. And even Andy said, you said on Watch What Happens Live, uh, you know, that it was something worse than all of this. And uh, she also said that she didn't say that. Oh, no, she lied to him about him to him. <laughs> Would you believe I was able to make such a long sentence out of the words to him? <laughs> I mean, that's embellishing, isn't it? She so embellished Kyle- to him. <laughs> so Kyle goes, this is what happens when you don't tell the truth. You can't keep your story straight. I'm like, really? Um, where was this energy last season with, oh, well, it's a funny story. Uh, Tom broke his ankle on his nose and he was driving over a cliff and there was, it was a snowstorm, but then a tornado came. So it was like a snow tornado and his car was in the middle of it. He wound up in Kansas and there were munchkins there and they actually drove him all the way back to Pasadena where he fell down another cliff and his car exploded and his legs came off but were reattached by an army of ants. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I know. Did I mention you've got to keep your story straight at all times? Oh, did I mention that the burglars tried to play a game of Clue before they left me house? Clue, could you imagine? I was Miss Scarlet. Still traumatized. So then we go to Andy and he's like, welcome back. Bees from Who Want to Kill You in Your Own Backyard says, Kyle, I love the new ink on your wrist. What are your tattoos? Well, here's big news, everyone. Basic ass Kyle got some basic ass tattooed tattoos on her basic ass body parts. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm guessing in Simity, in, in Simity, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm guessing it's an infinity symbol and like a hashtag and a fedora. That's my guess. <laughs> my wrists have grown up always loving hats. <laughs> so uh, the first tattoo is 18. I thought she was going to say 18 because 18 is like a spiritual number in Judaism. But actually, it's because all four of her daughters have 18 in their birthdays. So there's that. And then... Um, well, they are all Jewish. That's actually okay. So, yeah. Well, that's I mean, like, cool. look, if they are all born on the 18th or something, then sure, that's fine. I then thought she Kyle's was going like, to say 18 because that was Adele's first album, wasn't it? It's like 18. <laughs> 18 because that's the age I was when I landed a role on Star Trek, The Next Generation. I was chief janitor. I was cut. But, you know, I still go to the conventions. So then Kyle, <laughs> so then Kyle is like, and this one here, this heart, this heart, it's just a heart. But it means something to me. It means hearts. And, oh, and this today, I got this one. It's a moon and four stars. So each star represents my four daughters, and the moon represents my twin, Paris Hilton, who's my twin. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I had to have a talk about it with my family, and Mo is thrilled. Mo's real thrilled. <laughs> you know, I hear they're addicting. Watch out, everybody! Shut up, Kyle. Gonna, Just shut up. Over she's there. gonna have like a Mike Tyson face tattoo next time we see her. Michael Myers made me do it, guys. I'm so sorry. And why are you dressed like a, a disco band-aid with a backpack on anyway? Who picked that outfit? <laughs> yeah, there's like a weird um there's like weird straps. It's all it's like it feels slightly like it's a like gay you can harness. Remove her arms. <laughs> but by the way, that photo shoot that she did, hot. Gotta give credit where credit's due. She looked amazing in the photo shoot. More um, of that, Kyle. More of that. So more Andy, faces, Kyle. Get more faces. <laughs> they look straddle great. more muscular men. Okay, bring she more needs naked to put muscular like a little men star around. Star at the bottom of her face. It's like points down to the index below where you can like see which version this is. <laughs> so Andy's like, so and how does Kyle set the bar so high while doing the split so low? And then we get a package of Kyle's journey this season, which turns out was not even – she did nothing this season, actually. She did fucking nothing, okay? Because they cut As out usual. all the shit stirring, which is what she did all season. She started fights with everybody else. but She started proxy wars, but if you're going to cut all that out, it's literally nothing except great lines from <laughs> other people. Don't be Kyle. 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 <laughs> and he's like, hey, what did you mean by that? Don't be Kyle. And Garcelle's like – I mean, I thought it was pretty obvious. Don't be a shitty person who manipulates the truth for your, her own benefits. And so is discord in her family and just envies other people's things and makes her husband buy all sorts of items for her just because her friends have them. So I guess it was sort of that. And Erica's like, uh, you know, it's about going overboard like Kyle could do sometimes, which I used to threaten to do when I owned a boat. Was something else. God, I love standing up there and saying, I'm king of the world. And uh, Dorit's like, well, but you screamed at me, don't be Kyle. And then you tackled me to the ground and tried to pull my tongue out with your bare hands. <laughs> yeah, I wish Andy would have confronted Dorit on why she said that Garcelle was sort of screaming that when she literally was not. I mean, you want to talk about microaggression. She didn't, and loud. she still did it today. She said, and you said, don't be Kyle! It's like, nope, still not at all how that happened to her. That's not what happened. Well, so Pat then, from Boys says, all this talk about Mo and Doreen having an affair, which, wow, I didn't even realize there was talk about Doreen and Doreen having an affair. What? What? It's like, you, you've never heard that, Andy? Really? <laughs> yeah. And, and then so Kyle and Dorit have, like, very, like, over-the-top laughter. Like, <laughs> and Kyle's like, oh, my God. Well, people got that because Dorit hugged PK. And Dorit's like, yes. And then, like, people were like, yes. And they were like, did you see the way they hugged? Yes. And then, like, they were, like, holding hands. Yes. And then, you know, then I heard that we were swapping, and Dorit's like, oh, could you imagine if I had to give up Piquet to Carl so that I would have to sleep with that tall drink of sweetened iced tea, which normally I say no to, named Maurizio in me bed. Maurizio in me bed, in me head, God, I'm dead. Why am I rhyming? <laughs> <laughs> I was having an affair with him, for him, to him. 
So then, uh, let me like, tell well, you who did say don't be Carl. His name is Maurizia. <laughs> it is the most romantic thing anyone's ever said to me. Don't be Carl. Mm. Don't be Carl. Mm. Um, so, uh, so, hey, were any of the ladies surprised by PK and Mauricio's choices of who to hook up with if they could hook up with someone that wasn't their wives? So we see again that PK chose Erica and Mauricio chose Rina. And, uh, I mean, no PK's one really has first season was all about Erica's vagina. Why would anybody be surprised? Yeah, so no one really has a response to that, but Erica goes, Oh, so here's what, if I may use some of your language, Andy. Before PK met Dorit, I had gone to the finals of the World Cup in Berlin, and this guy walks up to me and my friend, he goes, Hey, are you two chicks in porn? Fucking Paul Kemsley. Now, of course, we were at the World Cup, as in, it was the championship of the best jockstrap, that kind of cup. <laughs> but so I guess it made sense why he would think that, but you know. And Carl's like, wow, what a cute story, Erica. Thanks. She's like, oh, Thanks, you so- just made him say I'm being sassy old PK. Sassy string chin PK. It was cute. It was cute. Wait, so then- <laughs> Wait, how does she not tell the story until now, by the way? How has this never come up? This is a weird thing to me. Yeah, it is pretty weird. I mean, I'm not really sure what the accusation is from her. Like, it's just PK was flirting or PK was looking for hookers. Like, I'm not really sure what it was, but Dorit was like, thank you. And then that stuff happened this week at BravoCon or last weekend when um, they asked, who do you think is the next couple to have trouble? And Erica's like, PK and Dorit. And like marched up and down the stage. And then Dorit commented like some people just don't know us and you never really know who your true friends are until it's publicly asked on a stage who's next to break up or something so i guess mm-hmm. there's trouble in paradise but i just i just think it's weird that on uh dorit's first season when we sat through Pantygate and pk was talking about how he saw her vagina and and like he was being really pervy that season how does erica just never say, oh, yeah, I met this guy once, and this is what he said to me. Unless she just was, that was more of a period of time where she was holding things closer to the chest, which she was doing back then. But it's still just, it, that's a very, it, I don't know, something feels fishy about that. I learned story. a long time ago not to question what Eric is doing. I really don't understand it. And all I know that she's not doing for sure is moisturizing. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay on that run. So then we go <laughs> I was to say fixing her image. That's something she's also not working. Or on. that, yeah, or that. Which moisturizer could help? You see, all moisturizer back. Moisturizer does a lot. Yeah. Okay. But when you start, yeah. Okay. So then um, we go to Garcelle's segment, and hers is like things that Garcelle's gonna get to buy this season, which I kind of yeah. like, you know. But it's like I deserve this house. I'm so glad, proud that I'm finally getting this house. I deserve this, Birkin. I'm so proud. I just love the idea of Garcelle in a checkout line anywhere being like, I deserve this, Gelson's. I just, <laughs> well, I'm that's so proud not, of this, Gelson's. That is me at a supermarket, except it's more like, you know what? I deserve this peppermint patty right now. I'm I getting the name it. brand sour cream this week. <laughs> get in line, I'm Daisy. getting Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like that. I literally got. I I went to the to the dry cleaners yesterday, and I picked up my shirts, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna work out. And then there's a, this amazing ice cream shop next to the dry cleaners, and I said, you know what? It is hot out because here in LA it's like 90 degrees. I was like, it's hot out. 
I deserve some ice cream. I don't deserve, I didn't deserve anything. I didn't deserve any ice cream whatsoever. If anything, I, I like owe ice cream to someone, you know, but I, I'm struggling to not say that's how everybody gets ice cream, Ben. It's literally everybody. (laughs) It's it's hot out here. Wow. Wow. I'm going to get some ice cream. I (laughs) cannot. You know what? You, that was my truth. And no, it wasn't the truth. Just, it wasn't your truth because <laughs> you literally just didn't say anything truthful. But no, my ice cream does not have to be like your ice cream experience. <laughs> that was my I would have slapped you. I wish I still was there so I could have slapped you in front of the ice cream place and say, Ben, you always fucking deserve ice cream. You Thank came you. out of the womb deserving ice cream. You deserve ice cream eaten out of a goddamn Birkin bag on a beach house of Van Nuys. Okay. <laughs> And that's the night the lights went out in Georgia. <laughs> God, I was proud when those lights went out in Georgia. Okay, so um, it's on cute. a different note. Oh yeah, Garcelle segment. So Garcelle bought her like is taking care, like doing things for herself, buying yeah. houses in Birkins. And so Andy's like, "So how's it? Be, how's it feel being the brand new owner of a Birkin?" <laughs> and so, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Well, you know, it was uncomfortable for me to spend that much money on a purse. I let it sit on that dining room table for two days. I mean, it was thirteen grand." So it's like I told her, "Go to Paris and get one." I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she's talking <laughs> about like how uncomfortable it is to dip into that kind of privilege over a purse. Yes. And Garcelle's like, well, yeah, it should have been a double privilege Sunday. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Listen, if Sun was going to fly Garcelle to Paris, then I, I would take her up on it. But if she's not, then take the $13,000 Birkin bag from the gay down the street who uh, runs like – the Birkin you know, Goodwill. Store. The, book, yeah. the Birkin Goodwill. So, yeah. The Salvation <laughs> Birkin or whatever. Uh, so Andy's like, who else owns the Birkin? And Erica goes, oh, Birkin's not my thing. Do you mean budget? Not my bad. <laughs> Is that your yeah, thing? Yeah, seriously. You can't afford a Birkin. Shut up, Erica. So Andy's like, Garcelle, your book came out, and you wrote an experience with Bill Cosby. I hope it was about pudding. God, I love pudding pops. Andy, this is a very sad segment. Oh, 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 that Bill Cosby. Are those different Bill Cosby's? Do I have to stop eating pudding pops? Hey, did you get to meet Felicia Rashad? God, she's great. Andy, this is a serious story. So Garcelle's like, she talks about how she was, she got a part in the Cosby show and Bill Cosby invited her to his townhouse or whatever. And was oh, like, yeah, let's work pig. on your acting. Oh. What a pig. And then he gave her like a sip of Sambuca and then she had like that instinct and she just like ran out as fast as she could. So then Rena tries to make it about her. She goes, oh, that just gave me chills. So many chills. Almost as many chills as watching Halloween ends. A scary movie starring our friend Kyle Richards. Chills. We all got called to Bill Cosby's house. All Bill. of us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she's this story's trying to create division between us and Bill Cosby. Every story Garcelle has, Rena's just going to try and take some of it. <laughs> so Andy's like, so Erica, did you scan the book for mentions of you before you chucked it in the trash, Erica? Come on. And then Erica looks over at Rena. And, well, well, we see what it was. It was a picture of the book in the trash, and it says, Garcelle, even though you unfollowed me, I'm sure you'll see this. And it's a book on top of an old dial phone, like office phone, on top of a Starbucks. Right. It was, it yeah. was a whole thing. So, um, so then 
you know, Erica looks over to Rena and Rena goes, well, I have to be honest. I'm the one who threw Garcelle's book in the trash. I'm the one. I'm like, wow, this is like, this is like episode seven of Mare of Town. Like, like a huge twist, huge, huge twist. So Rena's like, Garcelle and I had a handshake agreement that the kids were off limits. And so about a year and a half later, she put my daughter Amelia in her book. And my daughter Amelia is only suitable for billboards, not books. So God. then we see that the, this is what was written. One dust-up came when I simply asked Lisa Rinna, whom I have known for years, if she thought that dancing in her underwear on social media had an effect on her daughter's struggles with food. That was what she wrote. So Rinna's like, it was not in a positive light. It was a negative light. And that's that that was what I did. That's what I did. That's Sorry, not in a no. negative light. What are you talking about? She was talking about a storyline that happened on the show. That's her right to do. That's her She's talking about experience. You. That's her life. That's her storyline that you fucking started by putting your daughter with an eating disorder on screen and then trying to milk it all season for fucking, uh, what am I trying to say? For fucking good points for you, Rena. And yeah. it was a storyline that you'd already fought about and gotten over. She didn't say anything negative about it. She didn't even say eating disorder. She said struggle yeah. with food. I, I can I just cannot stand the old this old trope that like the mere mention or reference of uh of of a child is the same as like talking shit about a child. And it's also like, you know, when like again compared to what Garcelle's son is actively going through while this is being filmed and probably still going on with bots that are saying racist things that are saying like you know like you know your head should be on a, a sidewalk or whatever like ne- foot should be on your neck or whatever and then she's gonna be like but you dared to allude to my daughter passingly in a paragraph of a book that like let's be honest. Is not going to be. This is not going to be the book that every single person in America is going to be reading. You know, she's an idiot, and it's just like she did last season. She's using it because she was mad at Garcelle for standing up for Denise, so she made this into a big deal for that, and she made the sauce into a big deal for that. You know, yeah. so Andy's like, yeah, but I thought was in the what was in the book was just her retelling the story of last year, and Garcelle said, yes, I'm retelling the story that happened in Rome, and then she's like, well, Amelia sh- shouldn't way, have to I'm be in Garcelle's book in a negative light, no matter what. It wasn't, and not no matter what, you made it a, again. You made it a storyline. You can't make things a storyline and then get mad when people comment on them. And then, of course, they show the clip of that scene again, which means that it's all being brought back. It's all getting much more attention now because of this whole stupidity, right? Which she so loves, which Rena fucking loves. That's what she brought it on in the first place. Rena's just trying to make herself the victim so she can make someone else the villain because she's the biggest villain on this show. And then I saw some clip of Rena answering something at BravoCon saying, you know, this season has been so rough. It has been brutal. We need a break. It's You've made it brutal. Like literally all of yes. the storylines are you being an asshole. Yeah, and then Garcelle basically says, by the way, so, like, you read the book, and then the next thing I know, like, Rena's lawyer and Rena's manager were calling, like, we're calling her up, basically, or calling her team up. And then Rena goes, and then everybody got hot and heated about it. I'm like, yeah, because your lawyer and your manager were calling Garcelle's team, like, who knows what, threatening who knows what, and and having all sorts of urgent phone calls and, and emails with caps lock. That's why things got heated, because this is such a non-issue. So Garcelle's like, yeah, and I said, what well, we can do, listen, the book doesn't come out for a week, so we came up with a second edition of the book, both written and audio, and we took it out. 
I would have said, fuck you. That's staying in there. No judge is going to get on me for saying something that... Ha- what are you threatening? What What are you going to sue for? You mentioned my daughter who was on a national TV show. Get out of here. Well, and also Rinna, the queen of, well, you know what? We got to we got, we got to talk. We got to put this out on the table. We got to talk about things. Things are uncomfortable. We got to talk about things. And then she sends her lawyer and her manager. So, and um, you know that she knows that she's wrong because she just sicked a manager and a lawyer on somebody for bullshit, right? Yeah. And so she goes, and I said, okay, and we've moved on. We've moved on. Oh, you've moved on. Okay, <laughs> That's Rinna. nice. Okay. Now you've created a headache for everyone over there because of one stupid sentence that, like, you have turned that into such a, a, a battlefield that was unnecessary. And now it's like, oh, and things got heated. Things got heated, but we've moved on. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, oh wait my. a minute. You you threw the book out, and what? you What did you do? Oh, let's see. I was in my living room. I was eating a pudding pop and thinking, this is totally innocent. God, those were different times, weren't they? And what did you do? Send the picture to Erica? <laughs> Is that what happened? And Rena's like, I sent a video to the group chat. <laughs> that's what I did. And Garcelle goes, yeah, well, that's what I heard. And everyone was snickering about it. And Rena goes, I don't know about snickering. I don't know about snickering. Nope, snickering. They... Nope. Mm-mm. Don't know. Nope. What's snickering? Nope. nope. I don't even know what's what snickering? that is. We don't, don't need know what snickers it is. in snickers, my house. Uh, snickers, they don't, don't satisfy. <laughs> I three, and we're not, don't even say it with the three musketeers, because we're not the three, we're not musketeers at all. Snickers are a no-no. Don't talk about my daughter. Don't talk about her daughter. Don't talk about her daughter being a musketeer. Her daughter is not a musketeer. <laughs> so the two wait. of them together. The two yes. of them together. Not snickering. Not. I mean, they, it's ridiculous. Well, and this whole thing is them doing this together. It's teamwork. One of them sending the picture, the other posting it, you know? Yeah. So Andy's like, wait, so it was a group chat that Garcelle wasn't in? And she goes, well, there's a separate group chat, obviously. God, I, it's just so terrible to think about the division that could be sewn in this very close group. So Erica's well, like, because Sutton's obviously in it, right? Sutton's in that group chat for her to know about it, that there was snickering yeah, about it. And who says snickering Sutton? I say snickering. That's, a, that's a Sutton word. And this cast, this is, yeah. Well, it's also Snick- a Ben word, but I mean, in this cast, that's a, that's yeah. a total Sutton thing. It's a, it's a very Ben word and it's a very Sutton word. I mean, the truth is there's, there's only a few chromosomes that separate me from Sutton. So come on. <laughs> The the genetic dice just had to go a few like that just had the the plinko had just had to fall one one slot over and I'm Sutton basically. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappin's commercial. So Erica's like, she's like, well, when I saw that Garcelle used, I don't have to make my make yourself look bad. You can do it all on your own. She chose to use that piece on her Instagram, and the caption was, you know how else you can look bad all on your own by not pre-ordering your copy of the book. Oh, come on. Erica the badass. Erica's like, I don't give a fuck. And then Garcelle posts like a little, you know, a, a little clip from a promo that Bravo is widely using. And now Erica is so sensitive about this that she's going to throw her. Throw, do, That's do big, Garcelle's post. biggest line of the season. It's on literally every promo since the be- beginning of the season. It's Garcelle's first they still line play also. It every single week when they're like, the hills of Beverly are nuts this week. <laughs> and it's always, it's always that Garcelle going, it is. you make yourself look bad or whatever. Gar- Garcelle has never had a quotable line on this show, I believe. I think this is Garcelle's first big line. Okay. She's yeah, allowed to lean into it. it. Fucking idiot. You know? And again, I hate to point it out. But she didn't have to make you look bad. You did it all on your own. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> wow, what a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. I mean, so you know. Then, then it turns to, instead of it being these two teaming up 
like team bullying Garcelle the week that her book's coming out. It's like the shittiest thing. Everybody else supports each other's businesses, and you you have to post about fucking Rena Lips on everything, even though it's most likely some Alibaba crap with like the lip emoji tattooed on it. Or uh, yeah. sorry, Kyle, sorry, Kyle. very surreal printed on it. Um, Everyone supports each other's things, but the week that her book comes out, you guys are tag-teaming her on Instagram. So instead of it being about that, or about Garcelle being excluded from the group chat and everything that this little clique does together, it becomes about this. Rena, we had so many questions. Do you recycle? God! (laughs) Erica, you took a lot of shit for her lack of recycling. God! Wow, Erica's the real victim of this reunion, guys. So Rena's like, well, we had a whole redoing of the recycling of the Hamlin house. I mean, well, first of all, Harry Hamlin threw that phone in there, and then he said, no, I didn't. Then I said, yes, you did. And uh, long story short, we now recycle quite well. I'm like, no, you don't you don't get environmentalism bonus points for this moment. You guys were still being clickish monsters. Yeah, she's like, isn't that hilarious and not bullying? Isn't it? <laughs> and Erica goes, I've recycled. And Rinda's like, yeah, I've recycled. Yeah, that wig that you've had on for 40 years. Okay. Yeah. Wash it. <laughs> so then Rinda's like, yeah, and Erica, Erica, wow, she really took the brunt of it this whole time. Poor Erica. And then it becomes about that. And yeah, Andy's that, like, yeah. And then Lisa Vanderpump even came for you saying Garcelle should have sent Erica a scratch and sniff book so she could understand it. And Erica goes, yeah. And I said, that's rich coming from you, someone whose breath smells of garlic, chardonnay, and cigarettes. You've had Tom Girardi's balls in your mouth. Like, I don't even want to fucking hear it from you, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry that Lisa Vanderpump just had a lovely meal. And a cigarette with a friend. I don't like, like an she's enjoyable like, Oh, life. she's got the breath of someone who just enjoyed some shrimp scampi followed with a lovely side salad, followed with a, a, a chicken milanese and a chocolate tort. Wow, what a bitch. You gotta love someone who came up in the bada bing criticizing <laughs> anyone else's breath. I mean, that's some good shit right there. We all know that if you're gonna make fun of someone's breath as per- pertaining to what they ate, it's tuna salad. You go. You start in a tuna salad place. The booze. You don't go for Chardonnay. You go for some. You say like Fireball. You say Schlitz. I mean, come on now. Cigarettes. Cigarettes is fair. But I mean, honestly, she just painted a story of a, of someone who just had a really wonderful luncheon. <laughs> she does. It's like someone who owns a restaurant where they can cook you fancy meals, give you fancy wine, and then you have a lovely Capri after. You know. Yeah. And then she like went to the back alley of said restaurant and got gossip from her waiters and waitresses. <laughs> so, Andy, so, uh, yeah, I just have, I, I literally just wouldn't stop typing. Um, so I'm going to just move past this Erica hatred. Um, and then Kyle's, like, covering her eyes, like, oh, my God. So Andy's like, Garcelle, you got a big reaction when you told the women Oliver is working for Lisa Vanderpump in Vegas. And she goes, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and she goes, well, he's still working there. Here's how it happened. She was having an event for Haiti, and it was the up. 
We're getting a Zoom call. I did event for Haiti, and you still <laughs> say evil to me? Okay, Diana, don't fall for that again. Unplug the Zoom, please. How could you say I hate the letter E? Okay, I love, it's called love E, not hate E. Why would you say that about me? I am going to sue the person who does hate E, and then we will find out who that is, and then we will have justice served. So Garcelle's like, well, I met her at a fundraiser for Haiti. I never met her. And I said, hey, hey, lady with a restaurant, my son needs a job. And she said, yes. <laughs> yeah. And we see a photo of Garcelle and Lisa on the red carpet for this event. And Lisa's in full on Vegas magician outfit. Like she is literally about really to saw is. someone in half. Like it's, <laughs> it's more magician-y than ever before. Like she is, there will be rabbits, there will be handkerchiefs, there will be, um, Curtains falling quickly and nothing behind them. Uh, like like Vanderpump is about to put on a show, everyone. Yeah. So, uh, so when's the last time you saw her? She's like, recently. And Renee goes, well, didn't you just film with her? She didn't said that you like a- just film with her? What, what, what is the accusation mm-hmm. there? Because <laughs> like, you, no you- one can speak to Lisa Vanderpump because Gar- uh, uh, Rena has had her excommunicated from the show. It's like, that's it. Like, it no just, one can speak to her. Or you're going to get Rena coming after you about jars of sauce and shit for the rest of your life. Yeah, she just says it with this accusatory tone as if, like, she just she just revealed something. Let the jury know she just filmed with Lisa Vanderpump, yeah. you know? Like, they probably had lunch together where they had shrimp scampi and Chardonnay. And talk shit about your stupid afterwards. ass. What do you care? So then Andy's so like... Andy's- well, what was your reaction to that, Rena? And she goes, well, I thought, oh, 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 wow, oh, oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on. So we Hold never on. get something an to add. I have something to add. Hold on, please. Wow. <laughs> okay, carry on. I just wanted to get another one in there. <laughs> <laughs> so they all take a break. Uh, which means that we never get to the bottom of, hey, isn't it really shitty to throw that book in the garbage? Why Why do you, like, you know, everyone oh, comes to support your event. Like, it just, it was yeah, just never a gets fun segment. Meanwhile, Garcelle's sitting there about to cry, right? Yes. Because they're just laughing and Andy's laughing with them and being, that is hilarious. And she's so, just sitting there about to cry, like, what the fuck, man? How do I how does she get dragged over the coals for nothing? And then they get like patted on the back, acting like they're the funniest comedic duo of all time for throwing someone's book in the trash and then tag teaming them on Instagram during opening week. Fuck you guys, man. So now it's um it's a great gross. time. And there's I agree, by the way. Yes, I agree. No, I figure. Um, I just had to add that gross in there. <laughs> no, so I realized I, could I started- give myself a period, like Gross. It's over, Ronnie. Take a period. Break. Lean back. No, but I realized I started to move forward, but it was really important for me to be like, I 100% co-sign that. So um, uh, so there is, it's a break time, and they're sitting there, and Andy turns to Rinna and Erica and goes, wow, that was a major revelation that, you know, you took the you took the blame. And Erica goes, I thought, and I'm saying this because I think this is a very telling moment. Erica goes, yeah, I'm fucking down, man. And she's he's like, you know, huh? And she goes, you know, I'm just that kind of girl. I mean, if you say, hey, I'm like, it's okay. So I'm like, okay, so what you're saying is you're the sort of person who will keep your mouth shut if you're told to keep your mouth shut when there's if other stuff going you. on. If it benefits you. If it benefits you. If there's like a, you're, you're down to keep your mouth shut to service a, a, a larger conspiracy. Is that what you're saying there, ma'am? Is that what you're really saying? Because that is what she's saying. She's basically saying like, like, I will keep, listen, my lips are sealed 
So, but um, they I weren't that was a bad look. That was so stupid. Now, at least Andy did this because Rena goes, "Yeah, she took it for that long." I mean, wow. And Andy goes, "Yeah, but she posted it." <laughs> so, but also in this group she, of being she's open not like and she's honest, innocent. she's the one who took your shitty post and made it shittier by broadcasting it to the entire world. You know. But how is it in this group of being open and honest that then she's about? To, she basically is like, "Yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep this secret to the grave." You know, because that's who I am. I mean, I, I know she wasn't it saying was... it as dramatically as that, but she kind of is saying, hey, you know, I'm down. I'm down like that. Like, I'll cover for my friend if need be. That's kind of what she's saying, which is the opposite of saying be open and honest and put it all out there on the table. Well, I don't think that she felt guilty about having a picture of the phone in the trash. I think that she didn't want people to call her out on having carbs because that <laughs> trash also had a Starbucks like croissant wrapper in it. So I think yeah. when I was like, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> that's a lot. You know, I mean, when she took shit for the recycling, that's when I felt really bad. <laughs> that's when I felt really bad. I was like, none I'm, of you are even made from things that'll be recycled at this point anymore. <laughs> and who is yelling at housewives about recycling? I mean, those ladies are going to die and ruin vegetables where they're buried for the next hundred and something years. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Rinna was Rinna was going to allow Erica, Erica to take the fall, and Erica was going to allow Rinna to take the fall over, admittedly, a very stupid secret, but it still was a secret, and that's a, a direct that's a direct contradiction for what this group is always, you know, bandying on about. I don't know if that's that a right word for bandying on about for always going on about being open, being honest, and here they are. It's a stupid secret. No so one they're cares. laughing and like, ha, ha, okay. ha, 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 yeah, and we got all this shit and this and that. <laughs> and Garcelle's just looking like she's going to cry, just sitting there watching all of this. Like, well, <laughs> I guess there's another segment that just went the way of the jackals, you know? So then we get a Lois segment, which I'm not even going to talk about because Lois was adorable. And, you know, um, it's too late to yell at her for raising Lisa Rinna to be this way. So I'm just going to let that one pass because she was a sweet lady. Um, but it becomes about how Rinna is it's so hard for her, you know, because everything, you know, everything she's had to deal with this season. You were just laughing and taking a picture of Garcelle's book in the trash and sending it to the group. You're not sorry for shit. Because she starts that, like, I'm sorry, but it was a hard time, everybody. So I just need to pass on this one. Like, no, 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 no. You're you're not sorry. You're crying to get the audience from booing your ass every time you walk into a Starbucks or a BravoCon stage. And it's not going to happen. You're a dick. Yeah. Okay. A yeah, a full dick. So Andy asked about the memorial... And, um, you know, we learn about Lois's last wishes to have the memorial push back a few uh, months, etc. And Rinna talks about finding, you know, a, some mementos that made her think about Lois, like nice moments, etc. And then, uh, hey, KF from C says, Lisa, it seems like you were using your mother's death as a scapegoat for your disgusting behavior. What excuse you did you what excuse did you have when you were equally disgusting to Denise, Vanderpump, and Kim? And Rinna's like, well, it's been a it's been a confusing time for me. I mean, this all happened in the age of Wordle. It's a lot of word puzzles. It's confusing. Letters are scrambled. Gotta make a word of them. You only get six tries. I don't know. It's just been it's confusing. I'm all over the place. I, yeah. I don't remember myself being all over the place so much. But yeah, I don't want to scapegoat it. I just want to say Lois passed away and Lois is dead and R.I.P. Lois. Okay, so we're you're not going to have a reason for the Vanderpump, Denise, and Kim question. Got it. 
It's like, yeah. just like, poor me, poor me, poor me. Let's ignore that question, Andy. And he does. He's like, okay. Yeah. Well, you're talking to a therapist, right? She's like, sure am, Andy. Wow. God, she's been a real help. Has she? Could you please say who it is so we can all one-star her ass on the Yelp? Because I don't think she's doing a very good job. Okay. Yeah. My needs. Yeah. So um, uh, so then Eric is saying, yeah, Lisa and I talked privately about Lisa and Lois and how much this affected her. And this is hard for her. It's hard. And Andy's like, did she watch the show? And what 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 did he make of you, Rinna? Did, like, you've had some moments. She goes, ah, she never judged me. She never said, I can't believe you did that. One thing I'll tell you about my mom is that she never did that. She never made me feel bad or lesser than. She just, she just sort of tried to forget all the th- terrible things I did on television. Just smile and think about the good times. Well, I know there are a lot of parents listening to this. Spank your children. Okay? If you learn nothing from that answer, spank your children. So yeah. then we go to uh, Dorit. Oh, who cares? I'm skipping this segment. I hate her right now. Right now. There wasn't a Dorit segment. This was the Sutton segment. So it's like, no, now yeah, it wasn't could... a Dorit segment. It was just she was going to have the next line, but I'm skipping over it. Oh, I, I didn't even write that down. So Andy is like, well, in the balance sheet of Sutton's life, does her clumsiness get added to assets or liabilities? So we see the whole, like, Sutton this season and Sutton does a good job did, does do a good job of putting her foot in her mouth all the time and so Andy's like well, well Lucky from Pox says Sutton acted differently uh, to Dorit's home invasion because of her past the story of her father committing suicide with a gun is heartbreaking of course she'd be triggered by that and Kyle's like well you know I didn't think of that at the time because like um, you know she was just talking about a French designer so I was like it was like out of left field it was like I mean I don't know it was like flip it you know and so Sutton goes, that was the worst thing I ever said in my life, motherfuckers. And it's truly the worst thing I ever said. Well, the other worst thing I ever said was, um, hey, uh, do you mind if my son works for your vending machine company? Because then my son went to work for vending machines. And then when people said, what well, is your son do you? And I said, he works for vending machines. I realized how embarrassing that was. That was pretty bad, too. But that was that part also one of the worst things i ever said yeah oh you know what actually i just thought of a worst thing i said it was when they redid my kitchen and i said yeah i can wait for a giant refrigerator i can just suffer with this poor person's refrigerator that was the worst <laughs> thing i ever said in my life i told myself that night could not sudden you motherfucker. <laughs> so Dorit's like well uh, well gee i'm glad to hear you say that because i'm sure there are people who who went through traumatic events who still wouldn't react the way you did and it was really Really hurtful. Oh, okay. So one second, like literally five seconds ago, you were patting Rinna on the shoulder and loving how she used a traumatic event in her event in her life to be a complete asshole the entire season. But now you can't use Sutton's father shooting himself. She she uses an excuse. What the fuck is wrong with these people? How do they yeah. get away with this? It's five seconds later. I know. And uh, and Sutton's like, well, I can't stand that I said that. I I hate that day. It was one of the worst days. Actually, no, the worst day was when uh, it was muddy and we had a luncheon and Joshua did not put down a tarp beforehand. That was the worst day. Well, it was hurtful. It hurt me. Well, and that's why I'm sorry. And it's the worst thing I ever did to anybody. It was hurtful. I'm still in pain. Okay, well, and I'm still 
Sorry for that. And you said that you regret it. I do. Well, that's what I needed. I needed to hear it. That's what I needed. Shut up, Dorit. Like, your one storyline is tired. I'm exhausted from your robbery. Okay? I, my one note for that is I need more from the burglar. I need I need more um, charisma from the burglars on, on yeah. that tape. You're boring me. Okay? Well, Little Shop from Mars says it's so weird how Kyle gets physical with people. The way she was pushing and pulling on Sutton was disgusting. You didn't like it when Brandy shoved you down the steps. And then they just throw in a bonus clip of Brandy shoving Kyle down those three steps. Well, <laughs> I'd also like house. to point out that happened because Kyle was doing that to her. Grabbing her and grabbing her arm and trying to like do that <laughs> turn her around thing. She deserved that one. And Kyle, so here's Kyle's response. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, it's so crazy. I, I just am that kind of person. Like, like when I just was like talking to Garcelle, I'll do this. I'll be like grabbing her. And she was like joking with me, like, don't push me. I'm delicate. And we just have this joke where like I grab people and then I toss them around back and forth side to side. And we just like, I, it's just like an inside joke. Like I totally did that with Jamie Lee, you know, it's just like well, my thing. But Kyle, I mean, you do always, no, wait, 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 hold on. Because like she had a bruise on her arm when she got there. And then people said that I gave her that, which is totally not true. She was, well, it wasn't a bruise. That was actually make up my point is i wasn't aggressive okay and Sutton's like well you did pull on me quite hard and then you jumped directly onto diana's side you didn't even help me at all and, Kyle, and andy's like okay even Sutton's losing the uh the directions kyle here. Uh, stop she, shaking me kyle stop shaking me i'm trying to ask you the next question kyle stop like Sutton, i'm trying to help you here but uh Kyle also didn't believe your miscarriages. Remember that? She goes, oh, yeah. And you denied my miscarriages. Yeah. And so Kyle's like, and I apologize for that. And uh, that was making it about herself? Or was it was that Sutton just trying to relate? And Dorit She's making like, it about herself as always. Shut up. You're answering someone else's question. There's no more making it about yourself than that, Dorit. Okay? <laughs> Quiet down. Yeah. And Kyle's like, well, I get now... That you were trying to relate to her. That's why I call, you know, first thing. And I said, I'm so bad. I'm so, I feel so bad. I'm so embarrassed. I don't remember everything. And I apologize. And I don't, I don't think you ever would make something like that up, even though you do have a history of making up so many things. Kyle, stop shaking me, motherfucker. I get your point. Okay. Apology accepted. That's why I called you first thing after I got tweets calling me an assaulter and a terrible human being. And I said, I'm sorry that people on Twitter found me to be in the wrong. Just so embarrassed. <laughs> and so Andy's like, well, Garcelle, does Sutton, do, does Sutton make things about herself? And Garcelle goes, I mean, sometimes. And then it cuts to Rinna looking at Erica like, ooh, cracks, ooh. cracks in the oh. foundation. The oh. truth is coming out. Wow. Wow. <sighs> Um, so then there's silence, and, uh, Andy's like, so why is Sutton a liability, Erica? And she's like, cause it stops us from getting to know Garcelle, which, mm. uh, basically Sutton is, doesn't understand iCloud, which is why Garcelle is not on the group text. You start to see the circle here, <laughs> So Sutton's like, well, I think the same thing can be said about all y'all. And Andy's like, well, Lisa Rinna, do you think Erica is a liability to you? I mean, you look out for her even more than Garcelle for Sutton. And Garcelle's like, yeah, I've never ushered Sutton out of a party to protect Sutton, that's for sure. 
And Erica, and Erica goes, yeah, well, she has. So we're all different. All right. Yeah, but the point is, you're attacking her for standing up for her friend, but it's okay when you do it. Like, Erica's exactly. such an idiot. Like, does she even hear herself? Like, Erica's going to pull a Teresa Judice and end up getting herself in so much more trouble just because she's too stupid to understand what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Crystal's suddenly like, words to life. <laughs> she's like, she's like, well, the four of them, they protect each other just as much, if not more, than what they're saying about the two of them, which, by the way, is true. And then Rinna gives this face like, oh, like, like, that's rich. That's rich. I'm like, you, Erica just admitted that, like, Rinna ushers you out of part. We've seen it. Like, why are you giving the that's rich face? I don't want the that's rich face. It's so true. So Garcelle's like, they do. They do. They do. I love a three, a three repeater from Garcelle. And, the so fa- and there's then, no denials, by the way. It's not like everyone gets up in arms. You don't see Kyle Richards getting, you know, when Kyle Richards feels like something is wrong, she's like, no, you have to be honest about that. You can't just say those things. You can't just do that. No, Kyle's silent. Kyle doesn't say anything. So Sutton, you knew on Watch What Happens Live that you were throwing dynamite out, dynamite out about Elton John. And she's like, well, I had no idea it was going to explode. In such a spoon in the microwave kind of a way, which you know that really does make microwaves explode. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle, that explains the kitchen. I did pay for it though, so I did. <laughs> um, and so she's like, "It was not meant to hurt Lisa and Harry, just humiliate them." And Andy goes, "Well, a Twitter account called Kathy Hilton's Notes said Sutton Rinna has shown you through her words and actions that she." doesn't like you when are you gonna realize that she's just not your friend and when it's like oh that is not true okay well i have another question this one is from a twitter account called amelia gray from smells like poop oh god sorry am i allowed to say that sorry it says you obviously hate sudden's guts so lots of questions about it she's like what hate i do not hate her and andy says uh and sudden do you believe that she's like well i'm just not sure why you hate me so much. Why do you? Why do you hate me so much? And Rena goes, I don't hate you. Listen, we've had some moments, and I know you've had some moments with me. I've had some moments with you, but I don't hate anyone. Like, wow. So you're going to go for the I don't hate anyone thing? That's- yeah. <laughs> and sounds like, well, you were pretty brutal with me all season. And Andy goes, yeah, she did seem like your punching bag. And we goes, well, you did piss me off for sure. He did. And sounds like, but even after weeks after filming on your Instagram, you were coming after me. You never stopped. And Rennick goes, well, it was a rough se- It was a rough season. It was a rough season. Oh, and let's. What I did. Yeah, what I, what I went through. It was very rough because of what I went through. Uh, and first of all, you know that Rena is so guilty on this Elton John thing of just being a big fat liar because she doesn't scream and yell about Elton John tickets. Because mm-hmm. she would be having a fucking cow. But now she's making it like, what? I don't hate anybody. So here is what they're talking about. Lisa Rinna, this was when, um, I don't even remember what was going on. But here's the the uh, 
tweet or the uh, Instagram comment. Rena says, oh yeah, that's right. Sutton worked her ass off to have the money she has. Laughy face. Takes a gold digger to no one. Um, and hey, more power to her. But however you get your cash, just own it, baby. And then Sutton wrote, now Lisa, you know that I've known my ex since we were kids. Don't be doing this. And then Lisa Rena wrote, so if he stopped paying you monthly, what then? You'd be in the same spot as Erica. <laughs> Vile. Yeah. It's pretty gross. So, so they, Rena's like, yeah, it was a tough season. Lois, Lois, Lois. And I would like to wrap up by saying, Lois. <laughs> and Sutton's like, well, just so you know, I I don't consider you a friend. And Rena goes, okay. Okay. And, she, and Sutton's like, how can I? It's like, okay, well, Candy from Crush says, Rena's behavior towards Sutton at the wine tasting was obnoxious and embarrassing, especially since we just saw her accept Sutton's apology at lunch. Hey, that lunch looked like it was really fun between the two of you guys. And Sutton's like, yes, it was. And, you know, Rena, I did talk to you a lot. For, you know, I talked to you a lot when your mom was in hospice. So, you know, when I'm getting yelled at over and over, I mean, does she not remember? I was a good friend. Like, I was there. Like, you yell. I was a dead horse, okay? I was like, I turned into glue. Glue. You are beating a dead horse into glue. So much glue. Glue from a horse. This is an obviously understandable analogy for everyone here, correct? I was giving glue to all the horses in LA. That's how the that's how bad the horse had gotten beaten. And there's a really long pause. And Seth goes, and I need an apology. And then Rena goes, I'm very, very sorry that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> she talks this really deep voice, and Sutton's like, but it's a pattern. And Rena says, I understand, but I'm talking to you right now, and I took it out on you. Lois, 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 I'm sorry that Lois, Lois, anger, sadness about Lois, fear of Lois, and Lois, Lois. I hope you'll accept it, but I know you all know that I'm sorry, Lois, Lois, Lois. And three goes, wait a minute, can I ask something? I don't understand the analogy about the glee. <laughs> Uh, they make glue out of horses. It doesn't even make sense. Horses aren't made of glue. It's their hooves, their, their, their motherfucking hooves that turn that into glue, you know? Then how come when they walk, they don't stick to the road? <laughs> well, it has to be processed. It's processed in a factory. That's like a happens. Pringle. Got it. <laughs> sort of. But, like, imagine that Pringle was liquid and that liquid was not potato, but glue. Can Piquet eat it? Well, I don't know if he should eat it, but technically he can, so yes. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Gonna text him. Have you heard of this glue? Horse glue potato chips. So again, so Rennet gets totally off because the question was about this awful calling her a gold digger. A, does she think she's a gold digger? And B, having that whole apology at lunch that she just pretended never happened. Like, why don't, why doesn't Rena actually have to answer any fucking questions? Why? She's wily. She's it. smart. I mean, she's smart. She knows how to like sneak on out of them. You got almost in a weird way, you have to give her credit. So, no, my, my question isn't even about Rena. It's to Andy. Why doesn't she have to answer anything? Are you not noticing yeah. she's literally answering no questions? Hello. Yeah. So Andy is like, uh, well, Lisa, I've spoken to you about this many times. Your social media is disastrous. We've talked about it. 
We have yeah, well, you have no have. impulse control. You, I mean, you make so much trouble for yourself. I mean, you post something and you wind up having to delete it. And a week or two ago, you posted, "Oh, I'm never going to post about the housewives again," which is against the contract. And then yesterday, you post a story about the reunion. What's the comment? Text messages. I mean, wow. Well, there's something about being impulsive, Andy. I just texted PK Glue, and he sent me the picture of a Sunday. With glue poured on top of it and peanuts. That's a dopamine rush when you eat a glue sundae. That's dopamine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's dopamine. And Erica goes, it's a dopamine high. Yeah, dopamine. (laughs) Dopamine. 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 I have a question, Andy. Why are we talking about mean dopes right now? I feel like that's just (laughs) not the tone we should be having. I mean, it's worse than calling a dope the C-word, isn't it? Really, at the end of the day. I I don't like using the M-word. Mean. Am I going to get bleeped out by saying that? So Andy's like, so you like all the attention? I do. I love it. I love the attention. And he's like, but even when it's negative, she goes, well, not when it's negative. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It sets off the same receptors. And then Andy's like, well, it, just, it gives me anxiety. I mean, you post some things, and I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, blaming production for things? Don't you think that's like, uh, this is your time to apologize to production. Okay, this is your her, chance. And she's like, dear production, Lois, 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 Lois. Um, then we see screenshots of what he's talking about, and she accused a producer on their show of hiring the bots against Garcelle. And then telling them off for not giving Lois enough time, which I presume is why the show was re-edited in the past three weeks, and then there was some Lois crying added in there. So and then Andy's is, like, well, Andy okay. goes like, well, why not call someone in production and say, hey, I'm really upset. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone in production was like, thanks, Andy. <laughs> like we yeah. don't get called enough from these ladies. And she's like, well, I don't know when I'm doing something when I do it. I mean, I don't even know what to th- I want to express myself. And I express myself. And then I get in trouble. And Carl's like, come on, Rena. She goes, I don't know I'm doing anything. Come on, Rena. Well, sometimes you do. Because I go, hope. And I make my eyes like this. Hope. <laughs> so you know then. And she's like, listen, I'm impulsive. And we all know I'm a work in progress. Mm. Hey, guys, you hear it every season at least 10 times. So let me just say, I'm a work in progress. ha, ha, ha. He's, and she's like, I'm going to get better. And then he goes, well, you know that's in your control. And she's I know that. I'm just, I'm going to get better. Just give me a chance. Give me a chance. And he's like, how about giving up social media? She's like, I tried. I tried. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I mean, if you can't dance and people can't see it, did any music ever get played? Am I right, Andy? Uh... <laughs> If you're dancing in your living room, but it's not being filmed, will anybody realize that you stole this whole shtick from Goldie Hawn in the first place? (laughs) Know what I'm saying, Andy? Um, So Andy's like, you know, and people are saying uh, from microaggressions to bullying, why don't you just pause Rena? And she goes, put me on pause. Put me on pause. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. So then Andy says, so you also posted, if we fight with Garcelle, we're all called racist, but that's bullshit. I won't accept it. Well, that's and true. I'll, exp- I'll express that's myself true. when and how and why I want to, and I'm not afraid of any of you hoes. That's true. <laughs> that's true. All of that is true. <laughs> Loved it. That was, one, that was some of my greatest work. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. 
So Garcelle's like, okay, well, sometimes what is said is perceived differently when it comes to us. So therefore, if you're not around a lot of people of color, just how we had our whole thing with the charity, me and Kyle, sometimes what you say could have an undertone of being racist. It could be considered a microaggression. So Crystal jumps in here, which I don't really blame her because she, you know, it's been two years and the girl can't make her point. Okay. She's trying really hard to make this one point, which she's still not going to make. But um, she jumped in instead of Rinna having to answer for a fucking microaggression yeah. again. This I, is like the third time this this uh, reunion where Rinna gets off scot-free and it becomes about something else. I liked what Crystal had to say when she jumped in, but I also was – um it was a bummer to me that Garcelle's point uh, w- didn't really get to come to fruition vis-a-vis Rinna. So, uh, but that being said, Crystal's like, well, that's how I felt. I felt my original conversation with Sutton is how I felt. And I now know that's not her intention, but that was the impact and that was how I felt. And I like Garcelle's response because Garcelle goes, about what? Because Crystal's like piggybacking off the good point that Garcelle made to go make another point that Garcelle's not with because she was trying to call Sutton racist, right? Right. So Kyle's like, well, I think that's a little different, though. And and Crystal goes, you got to stop, Kyle. You got to stop. No, actually, you have to stop. You have to stop. (laughs) By the way, I don't. I don't know if you agree, if people agree or disagree with Crystal. I think we can all agree that it was very fun to hear her say, you got to stop, Kyle. (laughs) So she's like, yeah, Kyle's like, her her tongue's going left and right. Like, it's it's going going crazy. And Crystal goes, enough. Enough, Kyle. Enough. Kyle's like, no, you have to stop. You have to stop. You have to stop. And Crystal goes, this is my experience. Well, actually, you said something that didn't exist. I'm like, okay, Kyle. Kyle... I just am not I'm just not here to co-sign Kyle as the as our reliable witness for whatever happened with Sutton and Crystal. I'm not co-signing Kyle. I'm not. She has a terrible track record of remembering things. And also I kind of feel like as the white lady in that conversation, like if there was a microaggression, it's Kyle's not gonna be necessarily the one that's gonna pick up on it. Now, here's the thing, because for this, of course, I don't like Kyle. And so, of course, I'm on Crystal's side because I love watching her finally yell at Kyle because Kyle is an asshole. But I'm still anti-Crystal as far as the whole – she did go say – oh, when when Andy said – but she apologized for that thing and you guys were past it. She did say, well, she said something way worse before that. So she did do that, you know, so I can't be on Crystal's side for that. But for this overarching argument right now – I'm definitely on Crystal's side because it's so yeah. fucking funny. So she's like, I was expressing my experience. And Carl says, no, you said something that didn't exist. And she goes, it did exist. And she made a public apology to me just as you made a public apology to Garcelle. She made a public apology to you for something else. And then you said there was something worse, right? Just to keep it even. So Kyle goes, well, this wasn't a clean situation like that. And Crystal says, well, it doesn't have to be clean like yours, Kyle, okay? It's about how you experience it. She goes, no, calm your tits. Uh, yeah, I think, at, oh, I thought she said common sense, but I think you're right. I think it was common, because that makes more sense to say like, calm, calm your tits. Your tits. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. Um, and then Crystal's like, you don't understand anything, Kyle, until you experience it. Enough, which is so true. That is so true. And Kyle goes, I'm telling the truth. And Crystal goes, but this is my truth. You don't understand it, and you never will. And that's who you are. And Kyle's like, that's not true. It's 100% true. <laughs> it's so funny. And she's, I loved, now this is where I was totally 
100% Crystal when she said, you only sat down and said sorry to Garcelle because you didn't want to get in trouble. And that's the mm-hmm. truth. Which yeah, is the, that was, you know. That was the truth. And Kyle goes, that's actually not true. We had a very nice conversation. And Andy goes, well, I think you guys are talking about two different things. You're talking about the experience that you felt. And she's talking about the dark comment that was made. So it's two different things. And Tariq goes, now, I have to ask something. Do either of you think that anyone on this stage is a clue? Like, no, I have a question. That's not what glue <laughs> when, is. When people say, I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever I say bounces off me and sticks to you, are they talking about horses? <laughs> I'm so confused now. I don't want to get a horse stuck to me. It's just for giving me opinion. <laughs> I have a question. When you're playing that basketball game, horse, are you actually just manufacturing glue? It's all very confusing to me now. If you can ride a horse and horses are glue, can you ride glue? Can cowboys be used in place of glue? Because you can ride a horse, ride a cow, save a horse and ride a cowboy. I'm confused. (laughs) But my real question is, are we racist? And if we are, (laughs) can we still use glue? They're like, oh my God. So Garcelle's like, no, no, I don't, no, we don't think anybody's racist or whatever. And, And um, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, then Erica says, like, well, you know, the thing is, the conversation has changed generationally. I mean, your intentions aren't bad. It's just that things are changing. It's subtle, but the consequences are big. I was like, thanks, Erica, for weighing in with a sentence that has a lot of words and means nothing. Thank you. Well, it means the conversation around racism has changed, but when you call somebody racist, it can ruin their life. In other words, like, what we're doing that's racist is one thing, but we need time. But to call us out on it can ruin our lives, which is and, a very and, Erica thing to say. And with the thing that still drives me nuts about this whole thing, okay, I kind of want to put like the whether or not there was something dark said to the side. Like, I truly believe, and I think we've said this before, I truly believe that ultimately. You know, when the when it was brought up initially, Crystal was like, oh, yeah, it was a dark conversation. Like, Garcelle said, you were ready to say, to come down on her heart. And she's like, well, it was a dark conversation, whatever. And then they're like, dark, what'd she say? What'd she say? What'd she say? And then I think that Crystal kind of got walled in because I think ultimately it was like, Sudden probably said something tone deaf or, or there was probably a microaggression. She didn't want to go back to that place because last year when she said, I felt violated, they harped on it for week after week after week. And she knew that if she said, oh, this is what Sutton said, that then be like, why would you say that she said that? Why would you say that said that? Sutton, did she say that? She knew it would just be that, but in like a, in a, in a worse area. And so she's like, I don't want to go back and talk about it. Right. And then they just keep harping on it and harping on it. Why don't you say it? Why, why was it so dark? Why don't you say it? Why don't you say it? Why don't you say it? So now she does say what it is. It almost feels like whatever she felt was dark was like, that was it. That was it. Because they hyped it up so much. And the reason why I'm just sort of bringing this all up again is that if Erica had said, oh, oh, I just had a conversation with Zareed. It was pretty dark, you know, but I don't want to get into it. They would... Just move on. But it's not insinuating racism. That's the big difference. Crystal had already gotten over this thing with Sutton. And they said, you got over it. Why are you still talking about it? And she said, well, we had a conversation before that. And she said something even worse than that. So they're saying, well, what is it? Because this was all about race. So she's making it sound like 
Sutton said something really racist. Like, you guys just know the kind of racist thing. What Sutton said was really racist. And then when Andy asked her about it, she goes, yeah, it was worse. And she kept flip-flopping back and forth. So, to me, Crystal dug her own fucking grave on that one. I Well, I, I just think that, well, first of all, it was Garcelle who even unearthed it. Because Crystal wasn't talking about it anymore. Whatever it was, I'm just saying, I don't, if if Erica had said, Dorit had said something problematic, and it was pretty dark, but we had, we, we, we talked about it. They would leave it alone. At the end of the day, this is sort of like separate from, from Crystal digging her own grave. The point is that, that they were not going to be content until they really nailed Crystal to the wall. And I think that if you had a, a similar situation, if, if, if Dorit had said something problematic and Erica or Rinna said, oh yeah, it was pretty dark what Dorit said, but you know, we had a conversation and we sorted it out and we're good now. I don't think they, I don't think Kyle would ever have this energy for that. That's what yeah. my point is. So then um, now it's time for the next segment. So Eddie's like, okay, here's what's going to happen, everybody. We're going to do one more package. We're going to have a break. And then Kathy's coming in. Fun, fun, fun. And Garcelle's like, I'm drinking. I don't give a fuck. Come on, let's have a drink. <laughs> yeah. So Kathy arrives. And, and the, music uh, the music is like, dun, dun. It's Inception. And she gets out of her car and she's like in slippers and a bathrobe <laughs> and they try to make it look like scary kathy and she's like hi everyone brought some tequila just in case <laughs> they're like the terrorist kathy hilton and rena's rena's pepping herself up she's like just have to tell the truth all i have to do is tell the truth and that's all there is Rena's like pacing back and forth in front of a ross dress for less muttering to herself and pointing at the sky with a plastic grocery bag over her head like just tell the truth i'm just gonna tell the truth that's all i have to do tell the truth just walking back and forth to the camera would you be so nervous if that's is if that was really all you had to do rena but yeah. finally we're gonna get some kathy hilton in here oh yeah and the previews for next week i forget what kathy said kathy said something i was like yeah kathy and i don't remember what it was but that's where my emotion was. Uh, well, after two hours of Rena, she could pretty much say anything and get the audience cheering for her, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Kathy saying, weren't you the one who was saying, you're right. You're right. I could say the same thing. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for being with us. That brings us to the end of Beverly Hills. We'll be back next week to finish this off. We'll be at Take a Seat Monday Night Live, 7 p.m. Pacific, for you to give us your opinions. And we'll be back uh, tomorrow with some Salt Lake City and then Winter House later this week and a preview of something in our bonus this week. So go check out Patreon. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleon. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. 
Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. She's a good hobby. It's Lauren Hobgood. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee. It's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.